Hello. I am going to let you know right now this is a different episode than usual. The guest is someone from Ukraine who has escaped what's been going on there. She is Veronica Dudusenko, and she really has run for her life at this point. And she's right now taking time away from her normal career to be an advocate and activist for her country, for the sovereignty of her country, for the people there, to save lives, to save lives of people fleeing and to save lives of people there. And so if anything is more than work, certainly your country being at war is more than work. I had an encounter today with someone, my house cleaner, who I've known for months, who arrived at my home. I asked her how her family was because they live in one of the countries that's taking in refugees. And she told me that they have helped people, but she also is aligned with Putin. The conversation went on. I won't get into many details, but I asked her several times to please stop talking about this, that we didn't agree, and that I just really didn't appreciate it in my home. And eventually I asked her to leave, and I just didn't get my house cleaned, and I also just rejected her service. And I've never done something like that. I've been, she's actually came with anti-vax views and other controversial COVID views, in my opinion, before, but I had always tried to respect her as a person, and she was always nice otherwise, and I just couldn't do it. I just, I don't find there to be any negotiation around what's going on right now in Ukraine. I'm really grateful that Veronica took the time to talk to me and she just wanted to share and wants to make sure people know how they can help. And she shared her story of, of leaving. The sound might be a little bit bad at places. We had some trouble with the recording because of where she was located. And that's just to be expected at this point. I think it will be fine. But just so you know, the conversation may seem a little bit choppy here and there because of that. I really appreciate you listening. I will have a regular episode out next week. We didn't go through the fun five or do any of the faff because this is really just about what she's doing now, being an activist and advocate for her people. So I hope that you will share this episode. I think it's important people hear it and that you will find an action you can take coming out of it. This is dedicated to the people of Ukraine and the fight they're doing for their democracy and for people's lives. A lot of lives have been lost already, and a lot of people have been hurt. So, thank you for listening. This is More Than Work, the podcast reminding you that your self-worth is made up of more than your job title. Each week, I'll talk to a guest about how they discovered that for themselves. You'll hear about what they did, what they're doing, and who they are. I'm your host, Rabia. I work in IT perform stand-up comedy, write, volunteer, and, of course, podcast. Thank you for listening. Here we go. Hey, everyone. So I'm going to make this quick at the start. My guest is someone that I went to school with in the Harvard Kennedy Public Leadership Credential Program, and we're reuniting now. Her name is Veronica Dudusenko. She was Miss Ukraine in 2018. She's since then become an activist for the Right to Be a Mother campaign, and now... As she's from Ukraine, everyone knows what's going on. And so she's talking with me today. Um, hey, Veronica, it's good to see you. Hi. Hi. So, Veronica, where am I talking to you from right now? So I'm in Los Angeles. I just had a press conference with uh, Laura Olbert about the situation in Ukraine, about the invasion of Russia uh, to Ukraine, and uh, how women and children are suffering when they are living, and about the policies which U.S. should apply to make 
they need some kind of visas for some kind of statuses for one of the states to be able to enter the United States. Yeah. And you actually got to L.A. in the past week because you were in Ukraine when the attack started, right? Yeah, so when the invasion started, last 24 of February, it was 5 a.m. I uh, just packed my bags and I was awakened by the siren of the rocket. So literally, like, Russian started bombing here. And yeah, I took, uh, I got to myself, my son, my pets, and I uh, took my car and I did drove with the western border of Ukraine, trying to escape it. So, uh, when we were living there, we saw like Russian helicopters, literally 50 of Russian helicopters, which were flying to bomb an airfield. It was a long journey. It was like a big traumatic jams in the way to border. We drove like 11 hours, like like 200 kilometers. It was the whole day. And we went to one of the cities, which is a little bit more western from like the capital of the city where I'm living. Then we had a very nice year, and then we went to the border with Moldova. Of course, the border in Moldova, but Moldova also has, they have a closed air. We don't have any air flights because we are afraid of the war. Uh, and I had to go to Romania, and we took flight from Romania to Luxembourg to see some of my friends. They could help us, they post us. And then I, I figured they have to go to, I had to go to the, to the press conference in Los Angeles, but mm-hmm. um, the uh, U.S. embassy didn't issue visa for Alice. And so, and I'm so, and right now, uh, I'm, I really want to, like, President Biden and the U.S. government to do special, like, you know, policies and special conditions that uh, Ukrainians can, can cross the uh, United States border and can have, you know, some kind of status over there because it is so important. For, for millions of people who are trying to escape more at the moment. And I had to leave my so I had to leave my son in Switzerland with um, my friends, which he basically knows, so he, he, he is good, but you know, still thinking I can I couldn't take him with me. So right now you're without your son. Devastation. Because he couldn't get into the country, basically. Yeah, yes. So and I, yes, basically for like a few days and then in the end of the week, I'm going to be back to Switzerland to get my son. Right. But it's it's just interesting to me because I I know everyone's talking about this, of course, and everyone's talking about in Europe, all the people are refugees. But in the U.S., we have a bad track record with refugees anyway, obviously. But the fact is now this is something that I think people do need to support. So at your press conference, you basically... What what do you want people to do, I guess, like people who might be listening, who want to do something and they're donating money, but they want to do something else. What do you want them to do? Yeah, yeah, perfect. If they donate money to the Ukrainian military forces, it was so good. If they can help with some humanitarian resources, I don't know, some uh, clothes, food, supplies, uh, it's going to be so good for Ukrainians who are seen there for refugees for. If you have, if you can host a person from Ukraine, because she could be like, no mother of these kids, they have no uh, home, they have like no money, they have nothing. So really, if you can help them sometimes, or I don't know, take care of them, it just be wonderful. The world is really good. Of course, from government, like Ukraine needs like ammunition, weapons, really need uh, nature to close the skies so that not so many civilians are dying in this war. Because 
since the beginning of the war, around like 3,000 Ukrainian civilians, including like a uh, hundred of kids, have died. Can you imagine? 3,000 innocent people, like, and 800 kids were mm-hmm. injured from the bombing and from the shooting. 800 kids. All of the hospitals, all of the schools, all of the universities, museums, everything was destroyed. And now people are just living in their shelters. And some of the cities, they have um, no, like no food and no water in the shelter. So which is a, today, uh, a child uh, died uh, because of dehydration. Can you imagine? While he, uh, while uh, he was in the shelter. And you imagine this is 21st century. This Russian no. invasion is so violent. They don't even care about people's lives. How can they don't agree on the like um, green corridors and humanitarian corridors with uh, people who live city occupied mm-hmm. cities? So Veronica, as far as just how your family's doing and just being away, how is that? And how are you keeping in touch with them? Are you even able to? Yeah, so I I'm, I am able, but you know, when they are in shelter, there is no signal, so they cannot really reply. And when it's siren, they need to go to shelter. So so it is, it is tricky, you know. I really, I'm really afraid for their lives because it's a big threat for their lives. And no one knows what's happening. So if the bomb gonna explode near their their house, but my mom and my dad, my grandmother, they don't want to leave Ukraine. So generally, say like it's like uh, two million people left Ukraine. So it's mm-hmm. almost the kids with parents, but other like uh, almost 38 million they stayed. Stay in Ukraine to, to protect their land, to protect their freedom and dignity, to protect the democracy of Ukraine. So, people people are very brave and united at the moment. Uh, uh, there, yeah. and my mom said she's going to go to uh, volunteer in the hospital. Wow! Help. So, yeah, yeah, but um, it is a big risk. Uh, it's huge risk, enormous risk, and. Uh, as I say, like every day, I get messages like someone died dead, and you know, someone's friends, or it's, you know, it's, it's all the time. Mm-hmm. It's devastating. It is, and it's just, and you've been, you've been someone who's been active as an activist for a while now, but this is such a different thing than what you've been doing, really. Yeah, I never thought I would go to the war. You know, like in twenty twenty two, like such a. Such a terror is happening to the largest European country, to the democratic country. Such a like terror is happening. You know, it's it's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But you know, Putin made that stop like the Ukraine. And the next uh, next country can be like Moldova or Poland or Lithuania. So just it's 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 not what it's sure if we can ever stop. So now we need the whole world to unite the European Union, the United Kingdom, um, the United States to show support to the Ukraine, to send weapons and munitions to, you know, to be very supportive to the Ukraine's resist and kind of winning this war. Because Ukrainians are dying for their democracy, for their freedom, their lives uh, to, to have independence, to democratic country, you know? Mm-hmm. 
like it's like it's huge and so i guess so for people who are listening to take away i mean it's good to donate to the army or to the ukrainian yeah, armed yeah. forces perfect and then yeah. should we should we be contacting our government and asking them for to let people in i think the uk is probably similar to the us too where i am at where it's not easy for people yeah, to get in yes it's not easy it's like definitely contact the government as, as soon as they have like lots of requests they can respond sooner but you know still, they are doing this work but it's slow so the station right now is is urgent it's important and actions must be taken now you know mm-hmm. because so refugees from Ukraine, they cannot, they can, maybe they have some relatives in the, in the United States and they cannot enter. So they have nowhere to live. They have nowhere to take care of them. But, and what is more, those refugees are only women and children. So women and children, and they have no phones, no money, no protection, nothing. And they cannot even enter other countries. Maybe they have... Uh, my, my one of my best friends in Kiev, she's pregnant now, and she she has her visa expired, and she has son, so it's, she's pregnant for her second child, and she has nowhere to go because she not enter the U.S. because of the visa where her um, grandparents live, and she's like homeless, you know, and she's staying in the war in Ukraine. Mm. Can you imagine? So how how U.S. and U.K. ignore such a big issue? It's a question of like to discuss like at the moment and now. It's it's urgent. If the European Union did so, the U.K. and U.S. must act. Yeah, and it's it's something that they're capable of doing. And if you have relatives already, then why can't yeah. you go? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Because people are like more. Uh, of course, they are escaping from the war, and like there, are, of course, there are people who are uh, happy to help them. But can you imagine if 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 they don't have that? If like if people, what they should do? They should live on the streets, or I don't know. It's just yeah. Well, and the fact is, like the people leaving their homes, they don't know what they'll go back to. You don't know what. Yeah, you're going you never. You, you don't. Yes, exactly. You don't know oh, if you are going to be back, when you're going to be back. And what is more, what they have with them in their documents, maybe some little bit of cash, and like, and it's it just, it just, it's it, it's it. it don't have like too much clothes, nothing, nothing on them. They were escaping before, just as a few days, not a few days, yeah, a few days ago, I came to the US, and I asked a person for a, for a toothbrush or something. I said. Oh, really? You don't have your toothbrush on you? But we know when people are traveling, they have their toothbrushes. Oh, let's... <laughs> I was escaping from the war. The bomb. Are you serious? They are thinking of being alive and to, to save their lives, to save yeah. the life of their children and to put them in a safe and free place. If you see someone or if you know someone who needs help, then do so because it's such a tough time. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. So, Bron, is there anything else that you want to say before we wrap up and just that you want people to know about? You, you can um, uh, help with uh, people who are trying to escape and save their lives. So, uh, we we'll close or maybe punch them or uh, take, take care of them. The people are struggling. 
and they have new rooftops tying. I don't know if you can learn some clothes, bring some food, and uh, it's it it's very healthy for all of your all of the residents. Okay, well that's good. And of and, course, uh, visa, oh, visas, uh, visas for entering UK and overseas. Yeah, I agree. And so this is really helpful to know, and it will be helpful for people to hear. So thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me today. And we'll do an interview about your, you know, everything else eventually, um, you know, and what you okay, what you yeah, do otherwise. Sure. But thanks so much. Thanks so much. It was good to see you. Yeah. You too. Thanks for listening. You can learn more about the guest and what was talked about in the show notes. Joe Mafia created the music you're listening to. You can find him on Spotify at Joe, M-A-F-F-I-A. Rob Metke does all the design, for which I am so grateful. You can find him online by searching Rob, M-E-T-K-E. Please leave a review if you like the show and get in touch if you have feedback or guest ideas. The pod is on all the social channels at at More Than Work Pod or at Robbie Comedy on TikTok. And the website is morethanworkpod.com. While being kind to others, don't forget to be kind to yourself.